All right, let's try this again. Hello, right. emotional support system. Howdy, howdy. All right, say hello, emotional support system. Hello, emotional support system. All right, so we got cut off because I have spectrum, but we're going to keep this thing rolling. So again, let's crank this thing over again. I've already done a show, but this is an impromptu, and this one is special because emotional support system was here for at least half of this. Now, getting the, 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 the reason, the motivation behind today's show is we watched a documentary together called 137 Shots, and it was about a police murder in Ohio. Now, two black people in a car, emotional support system, am I leaving anything out? Chime in, please, before. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. Okay. You dropped is... out for a second. Okay. Let's just keep this thing going. I said, I asked you to please chime in if I'm leaving out anything of importance. Now, this documentary was about two black people. Their criminal history, whatever it may have been, fucking irrelevant to the moment. Just like George Floyd. Their car backfired, which means, because you don't know what that means, basically you heard a loud shot. Now, did they try to avoid arrest? They absolutely did. And I think there was like 60, what, how many cop cards were involved in this story? Over 60. Over 60 cops, gang. Over 60 fucking cops. Over two black people who had a car backfire had basically an entire fucking police department like they were Pablo fucking Escobar, chase them down, circle the car. Not only did they pump 137 rounds into this car, one jackass, straight up Wyatt Earp style like it was the Wild Wild West, got on top of their car and emptied multiple clips, if I'm not mistaken, right? Oh yeah, it was over 60 bullets. Okay, so this one asshole jumped on the hood of a car that was already riddled with bullets. Now, I'm not a gun guy. She's a Navy vet. So if you're, let's say it was right at 60 bullets. That means how many clips did he have to empty, reload, cock, shoot, (laughs) empty, reload, cock? How many fucking clips is that? You know, it would, I believe it's standard. They have two clips on the belt and one in the mat, one magazine in the weapon. So that's three clips. That means he had enough time to fire off, stop, you know, empty canister, load the next one and just keep shooting at these people who were already, they were so gung ho. So does that, so I'm so bad at math. They had officers injured in crossfire. That's how I'm gung ho with these guys. So that's, I'm so bad at math. That's a little bit over 15, 16, 17 bullets. About 13 a, a magazine. Yeah, 13 a okay. And so let's say, sense. let's say this asshole, this murderer is really good at what he's doing to, to, to empty a clip, to, to do what he did, empty a clip, put in another one. And I'm assuming there's a cocking or reloading what, what's the average time? Let's say he's really good at what he's doing. Say max 45 seconds. Okay. In 45 seconds, 
that's enough time for me to walk to the bathroom and take a, start taking a shit. So in the time it takes me to walk to the bathroom with my crippled ass self, that, that means basically he had time to evaluate what he was doing. But he decided to go for it anyway. So you got that. It, the, the two people in this car gang, it, it shock, surprise, they're no longer with us. 137 shots, 60 of them, fought over, a little bit over what? half fired by this one asshole. Now, the reason why this really made me pissed off today in the emotional support system, I think I told you, but if I did it, this is the comparison. There was a multi-millionaire here in Austin. Shock, surprise. I know. I hope everyone's sitting down, but the emotional support system, are you sitting down? <laughs> I know uh, you're, you're going to be really shocked. He's I hope white. My He's white. Now, what this asshole did, on top of being a scourge upon society, but again, his past is about as relevant as theirs was. But you know, it's it tough expressed. being a white man these days. Oh, yeah. no one has yeah. No one no has one it. Has <laughs> but what this asshole did, he had a side chick. He's got a wife and two children. He had a side chick. Now, the side chick and the side chick's boyfriend, the, the, the boyfriend found out who he was. He was part of this Austin family dynasty. This guy has shit tons of money. You can't spend it in five lifetimes. He, when, when, the, when the boyfriend found out who the side chick was fucking... He was like, we're going to squeeze him for money. They tried to squeeze three quarters of a million dollars out of him. Now, instead of paying him, the side piece and the boyfriend, three quarters of a mil, he decided to pay three hitmen, three quarters of a million dollars. Sadly, they were successful. They put one in their body cavity. They put another one executioner style. That is pure hate. That is hate. Now, what really set me off, and the reason why we're having this conversation today, is because he got busted. And when he got busted, he was coming. Oh, and if I didn't tell you guys, with 137, after they did a forensic sweep of the car, emotional support system, you remember how many guns they had on them? Let me think. Think I real mean, hard. Was... Think real hard. Because we were tired oh, when we watched that documentary. Can, but no Yeah. Guns. Zero no guns. guns. Not asshole. Even, no casings, no guns. Nothing. Nothing. Oh, except for the bullets that the police put in the fucking vehicle, right? Aye. Now, this asshole, Eric Mond, is the name of the rich white dude. He was coming home from a hunting trip. Multiple guns in his car two black people were murdered because of a car backfired this guy was guilty 1000% guilty of murdering his side piece and the boyfriend they pulled that car over in an FBI coordinated strike they arrested the the three hitmen and Eric Mond all at the same time so they could not coordinate stories it was coordinated. There was a man in the car. They told him, 
get the fuck out. We don't want you. It's Bond that we want. He was arrested without all three. The three murderers and the man who hired them were arrested without incident or scratch on them. The real fucked up part before we get in this conversation, one of the big reasons why they busted him, he Yelp reviewed their service. <laughs> I bullshit you not. How, how fucking arrogant must you be? I'm not lying. I'm not lying. How stupid and arrogant must you be to oh, put a hit out oh. on your side chick and Yelp review the assholes who did it. Now, he was arrested and there were multiple rifles in the car. Two black people. What was the original what what was the original reason why the police do you even remember? I was so pissed off by the rest of the documentary. It was it was about the girl. The cop the, the do you remember the black cop had already stopped them. That's right. And he That's didn't right. want to walk up on the vehicle because he said he didn't have a vest on. Because he he knew she was, you know, they were both, you know, depraved, he, craven drug users. He so, was undercover, right? He was undercover, right. uh, unmarked vehicle. In an if unmarked I'm not mistaken, vehicle. it wasn't yep. his job to do that. He could not have. But the That's family right. had stated that that cop had already assaulted the girl before. God Previously. Damn. God so I think that they what had happened in my theory and everyone please go watch it because this is what reality is check check it, it's, it's not a TV show it's not a clip on world star this is reality uh, yep this is what happens I'm from Canton Ohio born and raised yep yep just an hour and 30 minutes south of Cleveland mm. And so this is nothing new. Canton was recently the most dangerous little town in America. Damn. So we can get back to that. But um, they, they, they put together that, okay, the cops said he took off, you know, and I guess they were just trying to get, get out of Dodge, you know, to get away. So this guy didn't catch up on him again, but I think he, he said he radioed and gave the info, and that's when they heard the backfire saying. So they used that excuse saying they 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 fired at the unmarked cop car, God and damn. that's where it all started. So neither you nor I, uh, you are a Navy vet, and I just know how to fucking fight with my hands. Neither one of us are police experts. Let's let's get that out of the way right now. So even if that's the case. And I remember during the documentary, one of the dudes was like, you should be trained enough to know the difference between the sound of backfire and actual gunfire. But even if that's the case. A backfire sounds like firecrackers, not a shotgun. Yeah. And not not a pistol. But is that justification? It's not. You have literally an entire police department. Again, we, we had a white dude literally murder. There's no question. They found his fucking Yelp review, and there's a whole bunch of details out there. If you think I'm bullshitting, he he was as guilty as I am tall and black. It, it wasn't up for discussion. So, but it, on the suspicion of firing at a cop or a cop in a car or whatever the case may have been, does that warrant 
60 cops chasing two people down no, in a that car? Doesn't, it doesn't warrant a waste of taxpayers' money. Right. It doesn't, I mean, warrant, it doesn't warrant any of it. And what it is, it, to me, I believe you. it was cop CYA. They're not around to tell the story about why and what that cop said to her and why they took off. They made but, sure that they weren't going to be around to tell that story. But again, maybe this is me just splitting hairs unnecessarily. But I mean, on the strength. I mean, I may not what, be a what cop about expert. that? Go ahead. Go ahead. I may not be a cop expert, but I am a black person expert because I've been one for 52 years. Check. Uh, um, it's, it's. Especially living in the big in the inner inner cities where I grew up in, um, you know the Yankee, the resident Yankee here. You know this is this just the tip of the iceberg, and and you got to think about it. Why did they run? That's what one of the people said. Well, why didn't they just comply? You know, oh, like, that's right, that's right. Like when they were talking about um, Tamir Rice, why didn't just why didn't just comply? Yeah, th- we. And you've said it on your show before. We as black people, we have PTSD. Yep. You know, some of these folks watch it on TV and think it's so awful, but I've lived it. My family's lived it. Yeah. Um, well, it's it's those in cases like the Tamir Rice. For those of you who have, again, you got to watch this fucking show, 137 shots. And they had... Two, two white cops, and there's I, I have to specify their race for a reason, because there were two white cops talking to a bunch of school children that were what seventh, eighth grade. Mm-hmm. These were babies. The age so of just, rise. Yeah, and it just didn't. It'd be like me telling a room full of women about the pain of menstruation or pregnancy. I'm not qualified to have that talk. And they were sitting there and they were telling these children that it was literally Tamir's fault, yeah. right? If, if he just would have complied, like, don't you agree, boys and girls? And you're <laughs> like, wow. And I remember saying while we were watching that. And they're in, they're, they're in their formal garb. They're in their uniform with oh, yeah. a weapon. Carrying they're in their guns suit and their tie. Yeah, you know. I double dog dare you to disagree with a white cop exactly. <laughs> with a gun. But I was like, it's amazing that we as black people, we have to remember our training. Because again, how many of us were told by our parents, if you don't do what a cop does, you will die. But a cop doesn't have to remember theirs. They, their excuse is made. When, you know, did you have to, you know, peel a cap back on a 12 year old? Well, I was afraid. You were afraid? <laughs> you're, you're, you're trained to handle stress. You are trained to handle stress. This was a 12-year-old. George Floyd, and let's say he was 100% guilty of trying to pass right. a fake $20 bill. Again, more is expected from the black murder victims right. than, than the, the cops, white the murderers. And again, it's like, it just goes back to the difference in these two procedures. Well, you had a white dude. This. No, by all means. I'll say this. I'm, I, um, I, I never had that talk with my mother. Neither did my brother. We're mixed race. Right. Um, and we were raised by a white mom. And we, I, I, I never, I, 
for a while. I, it wasn't until, and then going in the military so young, I never really understood cops the way I do now. I thought they were there to help the, us. I never seen it. I never, we never, but when I became a mother of two sons and I started seeing what the truth, what really happened, I had the white lady's point of view. I was raised in her world. I didn't have this on my brain as a child. Sure. Um, so, but I have two black sons and we, it's, it's, it's a different world for me now. It, it makes me even angry because you know, to not know. I mean, you remember, and we were the same age group. You remember the nineties when the gangster rap and everything, everything they were telling us about all, you know, those, those dangerous thugs in LA and shooting each other up. The cops in LA were the most corrupt cops that Americans have ever seen. Oh yeah. But media put the eyes on the gang bangers. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, it's an easy direction to take. Expendable. And we've already painted these pictures mm-hmm. of what, you know, angry Negroes look like and all this other bullshit. And Papa, if you don't move your fat ass, thank you very much. But but what I did learn, what's that? Cops are allowed. I mean, they, they, they take the latitude given. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Because if it mattered, because I, I went and did some research because there's a lot of stuff when it comes to especially Cleveland cops and, and Ohio cops. I, I think there's just a whole nother branch off a stinky tree. But hmm. like, and you had people, it, people in the community right now are suffering from over-policing. And I think that, that the Tim, I think it's Tim Russell and... Melissa, what was her last name? The from 130. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and it, the same thing. You know, a lot of these deaths by cops is because they do everything to over police the back black community. Malcolm X said that oh, we yeah. we live in a, a police state. Is that they complain? You know, the, how they continue to let it go. We live in a police state because they complain. And look at all this violence and look at all this stuff so they say we need more money for cops but and then we have all these cops but all of a sudden we still have all this violence that they continue to report to um, you know to pay for more cops to over police the communities where they can get you know you know buku amounts of tax revenue you know there was one documentary I watched in about a town in Georgia where the population is maybe 25,000. But they put set up a speed trap, you know, between the only area of commerce and the black community and over 78% of tickets, you know, over, you know, equating over a hundred, you know, dollars a piece. And then if they can't pay it all the court fees, so they're, they're fine. They're over policing and finding ways to just suck. Oh, God, yeah out of black communities and it's happening everywhere oh yeah I I Mm -hmm. used to uh, and before I say this I I still want to give the Uncle Bobby I I I I still don't believe and I hold on make sure you're sitting down for this one because between the two of us gang she's the Pollyanna one I'm the negative fucker (laughs) I still don't believe that all cops are bad I do not 
What I do believe is that the bad cops are making it incredibly hard for the ones that are simply trying to do their fucking job. But yeah, I, I uh, train. Uh, when I coached that minor league football team, I think I told you, one of my favorite players is my strong safety. I love Brent. He was a hard worker. He was a fun guy. And his wife was fantastic. And she was a CPS worker here in Austin, Child Protective Services. And she told us, being my, pardon the reference, my ex-wife, she told us once, and we were sitting, and I was like, yeah, I need you to stop. Because she went into detail on a certain story, which I won't repeat. And I was like, I can't listen to this anymore. But she said, the worst cases of sex abuse and child abuse mm-hmm. are west of I-35. Now, if you're not familiar with Austin, gang, West Austin is where the money is. It's where the white people are. East Austin, which, by the way, and we need to do a show on that, not an accident. I-35 was set up to be the Great Divide. I've seen the paperwork to where the city of Austin said the minorities and the financially disenfranchised on the east of I-35. White people with money, west of I-35. That's not an accident, and that's not unique to Austin. But she said, by far, the worst cases of abuse or in the rich white places the only thing is they have money to keep their stories out of the news so when you hear about the fucked up cases it's those animals it's those Mexicans it's those Negroes right and so I I think I was trying to tie that oh that's with the over policing right it's it's kind of like correct me if I'm wrong Treat us like animals, and that's how we shall act. Mm-hmm. I think it was James Baldwin who said that uh, they call the Negro black man savage, so they can treat him uh, a criminal, so they can treat him criminally. They call no the Native course. American savage, so they can treat him savagely. I it's agree. all about probably you know when you don't, if you're not the one holding the megaphone, the people aren't going. They're going to see you as how they're told to see you. But I mean, isn't that the ultimate, seriously, fucking tie-in to to these two instances and all the ones that we can name? This guy, the guy, the Eric uh, Mond asshole, his his family Christmas card came out literally right after he got busted. And and I I joked kind of at work, so I don't think I'm really joking, but... I think his wife's going to be the only one having a Merry Christmas. What's that? His wife's going to be the only one having a Merry Christmas. (laughs) Well, she gets to live to see tomorrow, but her kids are fucked up. But that Christmas card came out and it was your stereotypical, rich, beautiful family. And A&E, Hallmark, they are already writing the script. Glenn Close will be the side chick. Alec Baldwin will be the boy. They've already written this fucking script. And it's, again, it's, it's, it's really fucked up that these two cats were murdered on the suspicion. Actually, I, if you remember this, I said this Twitter videos. God, what, what was that? What was the direct quote? The most dangerous place 
for a black person to live is in the in white, white is in the imagination, imagination. of an yeah. imagination and it's like we those two black people were suspected of having weapons 137 shots 60 of them were fired by one person who had the time to empty a clip eject the clip load another one cock it empty eject load. cock another one empty 45 seconds that's at least three minutes and three to five minutes it. of gu- and oh, the suspicion it. now a white dude actually committed homicide had guns in his car and was arrested with perfect like dylan roof mm-hmm. no, they didn't jacob, take the burger king did it yeah jacob blake was suspected yes Fine, you have criminal, whatever the fuck you want to Take say. Take a break, we're they doing that, we're trying to break up a fight. Even if seven shots were in his backside, you, there's no, and again, I'm not a policing expert. You're way more of an authority on this than I am. But you don't shoot a suspect in the back. You just don't do that. And they did it seven times. That man is confined to a wheelchair. Dylan Roof made nine bodies go cold. They took that asshole to jail and brought him fast food for fear that they did it. His attorneys could sue for inhumane treatment. Jacob Blake was suspected of a crime. So, I mean, you tell me, you tell me, what are we missing? Or is it that obvious? Well, you know, I'm sure all the Christians were utterly shocked when it happened in the church. I'm sure that 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 should have been top priority there. Um, His nine victims were black. Yeah, but you know, because God. Um, yeah. His oh, will. Well, yeah. Well, he used that slaughter for gone. his glory, right? Yeah, they shouldn't have gone to Bible study that night. <laughs> Probably not. You know, but he gets he gets Mickey and uh, he gets BK, and you know yep. he doesn't get a bruise on him. Nope. Kyle Rittenhouse. Walk past an army of cops, literally with a smoking gun. He got to go home. And he's a celebrity now, an absolute celebrity. You and I watched that January 6th stuff on TV together. Do you remember? Oh, which part? The part where those assholes, where cops were literally asking, hey, are you guys okay? (laughs) Right. But sitting there just cold chilling and and, and, and Nancy Pelosi's desk. Yeah. Yeah. I, I missed the, the poop smearing on the wall. I missed that. I, I would have turned my head if they would have shown that shit. But you know, on but, the mere suspicion, right? George Floyd was suspected. And they later found out he did not have, if I'm not mistaken, he didn't even have a counterfeit $20 bill. Nope. And that verdict that, tore a country in half. Half of us said Chauvin did nothing wrong. George Floyd was, you know, a drug-taking nigger with... You know, a criminal past on the mm-hmm. suspicion of having fake money. That's where the old Rittenhouse, yeah, Kyle Rittenhouse went 100 percent murdered two people, walked past an army of cops, and people are yelling, them. pointing, saying he just shot somebody. Yep. And that's a, it is the, the wow. Think about it. And they, I'm trying to understand what cops do because they, they don't solve crimes. My nephew was murdered in a drive-by in 2014. Not a soul. Crickets. 
Yeah, I'm going to keep throwing this in there because I want to make sure. Again, I still don't think this is all because I'm not going to throw my dad under the bus. My dad was a cop. He was a military cop. He was. And he was a hard ass from the stories I've heard. My dad spared no quarter. (laughs) There's a whole other. Military cops have the UCMJ behind them. UCMJ. What's that? The Uniform Code of Military Justice. Okay. That's their Bible. He, you know, they operate within it. Versus versus you know California law, Mississippi law, Ohio law, you know Austin law, trumping Texas law, and federal law. You know there's there's you know that's just like everything else with the military. We're regimented, and when we come in, we're all under the same list of rules. Got it. Period. E ones to O tens. Got it, got it, got it. But got cops, it, it. you know, they have too much power. They city governments need bodies behind bars because they get paid for. Well, I remember one of the things that was suggested, and I'm gonna completely fuck this up, but I can't remember after which murder it was, but it was like we, we need a body outside of the police department. And there was something along the lines of Oh, like their internal affairs is run by cops. And so it's like, we need, it, you know what it's like? It's like uh, football. When I played football, there was no independent bodies to, to look at concussions. They were all team doctors, team athletic trainers. And when you work for the team, your only mission is to get your star player on the field as fast as possible. Fuck is health. We need to sell tickets. Right, and so after all this concussion stuff, what ended up happening was, for those of you who aren't aware, if you break your leg, if you break an arm, whatever the fuck, the team doctor handles that, the team athletic trainer, rehab specialist. But if you have a concussion, a team of doctors that have no connection to the team take over, and they're going to make decisions based on science, not ticket sales. Your only and mission is to say that this team. person is not clear to ride a bike, much less play football, right? So my right. point bringing that up is one of the uh, suggestions for kind of correcting the rogue cops and the cops who fuck up is stop having cops being judged by those who only have the cops' best interests in mind. There mm-hmm. needs to be a neutral party looks at the evidence and says I don't know the murder victim I don't know the person who pulled the trigger all I know is based on this evidence this should be the outcome well right before I left Ohio last year oh this year um, and I read it um, uh, in one article I read after we listened to 137 Tamir Rice's mom was um Spear, she spearheaded a very highly successful and almost unanimous uh, vote that they took. I think uh, in twenty last year, where they have these independent councils now up there, you know, right. policing the police. Finally, good. Um, and I, you know, and the thing is, there's so many people, and they think about it. Think about it. What are all, half of the cop? Almost all the cop shows on TV about corrupt cops. I mean, Say that part again. You broke up a little bit. Say that again. It, what are the majority of cop shows about on TV? 
corrupt cops? Well, I would say cop. Well, if you're talking about like cops, they're they're usually policing. Not usually, they are policing. I just belch. Hashtag number five. They're they're always in franchise neighborhoods. It's always some bubba with grass in his mouth wearing an overall set with no shirt a black dude a Mexican they, they never show them policing crimes in well-to-do neighborhoods and yeah all the shows that sell tickets are yeah mm-hmm. of course of fucked up cops and that's why I've said before especially with black people media representation is important now when you have a history like black people you know what we need to talk about? Now that I'm sitting here, I'm thinking about it. What's that? The foundation of the police department. Because I... So for those of you who don't know, if you're not aware, the foundation of the police department, they were slave catchers. Patrols. Now, and I that comes... to admit that you know cops have evolved but you can't get the foundation out of there it still means something now if you think I'm bullshitting again I keep saying my age for a reason gang I am almost 50 years old so the things that you guys think are 9 trillion years ago they're not I'm old enough to remember when blacks were literally not smart enough considered not smart enough to play quarterback that's why we still make a big deal out of white quarter uh, black quarterbacks because it's still an anomaly the foundation of the police force they were slave catchers yes there are good men and women on the police force but they're right. still going to attract those and those what when have. they were right no keep going what's that when there were no slaves anymore I do my air quotes um, and that those led into the black codes and the Jim Crow laws and those are enforced by whom? Cops. Period. Who did they start beating? Who started pulling and beating people off the lunchroom counters? It was the cops. Who had the hoses and the dogs? It was the cops. That's my parents' generation. They experienced yeah. that bullshit. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it, we know the roots, but it's, I was uh, doing flashcards with my granddaughter with, uh, yeah. with Peanut, and and I, I I was going through them and just had pictures, you know, like, what's this, a box, a ball, you know, things like that, and they had one that had a police officer, blue uniform, white man, oh, no. looked all happy, I'm like, well, we won't be showing her that one. Uh, no it did not because how do I explain that's a police officer you know we were taught that's what we saw you know if you see something say something be helpful community that's all we saw coming up but she lives in Columbus Ohio and I don't call the cops in Columbus because they shoot first and they ask questions later Um, that is such a sticky you and I have had talks about that and it's such a sticky because I remember talking to mom about this during Black Lives Matter and it, it broke my heart and I cried I absolutely cried Papa if you don't move your fat ass this motherfucker you're killing your father Larry seriously you just killed your father 
this dude. But uh, he stepped on my iPad while the damn YouTube was. But fuck it. <laughs> it was during the Black Lives Matter marches, and I don't think this little girl was much. She was probably five years old, a year older than Peanut, and she's doing a march. And oh god, it is really kicking my ass. She starts shivering because a white cop comes close to her mm-hmm. and she's like she asked him are you going to kill me mm-hmm. and it, it I, I was and mom was sitting here and was like it's okay and like it's not okay it's not okay and, and the cop got on his knee and he was actually trying to console the child and I gave him credit for that but I was like dude you fucked it up because he yeah. says something along the lines of, he's like, no, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm here to protect you. Then he says something along the lines of, don't give me a reason to hurt or something like that. Lord. I was like, dude, oh, it was all good until the ending. <laughs> because it's like, again, yeah, he's like, how, how do you tell Pina if you're in trouble? You know, go, call the cops. Go, go to an authority figure. But then you've got a fucking cop saying some fucked up shit like, that's that's generational PTSD. Oh god damn. Tell me it ain't. I mean, like I wanted to tell you about a young man named Marshawn McCarro. He was from Columbus, Ohio. He was a Black Lives Matter organizer. He actually won an NWACP image award. He was a friend of 3030. Yeah. Um, they went they were in college together. And, uh, you know, he had programs to help feed the homeless, you know. Um, his main argument was about the over-policing of his neighborhood and so on and so forth. They had been a, you know, no-knock warrant served, scaring people to death. Um, and this was before George Floyd and everything. Um, and, you know, there was always a cop around to arrest someone, but no, never around when someone called. And, you know, they had the same problem with getting ambulances. Not like there was some horrible, you know, bottom of the barrel, you know, hood. It was just the side of Columbus that they didn't care about more, any more than about your old policing. There was a lot of projects over there. And he actually had to sit down with the, at that time, now governor, but then the district attorney, um, uh, Mike DeWine. And he asked him, so what are you going to do about, you know, the over-policing in our neighborhoods? You're always there to arrest the wrong people. Our homes are still getting broken into, so on and so forth. And to surmise um, Marshawn's response, he's like, basically, you know, DeWine told us, unless there's a body, we don't care. Mm. This young man suffered from depression and anxiety and in 2016 made a Facebook post that said my demons won today I'm sorry and he went to the Ohio State House stairs and took his life he gave Mike DeWine his body but um, you know there's real generational PTSD about oh, on no so question. many levels. 
No you know, question. a young black man at the age of 23 getting the NAACP Image Award, you know, and uh, it, but yet, you know, he still ended his life at 23 on this Ohio State oh. house stairs to make this point and unfortunately several points fuck (laughs) okay to that I will say fuck it's it's about over policing it's you know there was a there's a cop on trial it's all of it I mean it's just we live in a world of violence god who was it that said god did we watch that one Oh God! Who, who, who was it? But it, excuse me. They said the cops that after which murder? That's the sad part. I'm trying to remember. But they were saying the cops that police these areas aren't the ones that police those areas. Exactly. It was. It. They were talking about New Orleans, like like Fifth Ward. And if you don't know about, look up how New Orleans is set up. You've got like the Garden District and shit like that. Then you've got what you saw from Katrina. Right. The people who really got hit in Katrina were the ones that had left. New Orleans was fucked up. There's no question. Bourbon Street got hit. The corner got hit. My family got hit. But the ones who really suffered were the ones who had less and I'm I'm trying to remember who it was but they were saying if you remember yeah, those people were starving they were drowning they were dying they were desperate and that's when we started hearing things like looting yeah they were trying to survive and there was a very famous picture of a cop with a 12 gauge shotgun not six feet from somebody's face because they were quote unquote looting now and whoever was saying it was like these aren't the cops that police wider more fluent areas no. right? mean, and, but, and when white mean, people quote unquote loot right they're just doing they don't even use the word looting it's you know survival or shit like that right. black, and yes there were people just trying to snake Jordans and big screen TVs but the overwhelming majority of the quote-unquote looters, baby food, food, feminine products. They, right. they said that the, one of the big issues with those Generators, that were in the zone. gasoline. Yeah, they, they were, women were bleeding all over themselves because th- their parents didn't give a shit nope. that it was Hurricane Katrina. It was the 28th day. Shit was going to happen. And so you had people literally stealing Tampons, clean panties, shit like that, and they were looting. But they were like they the people who police, like inner city, Fifth Ward, uh, New Orleans, inner city Houston, shit like that. Those aren't the same cops that police Westlake, uh, Bel Air, Houston. Shit like that. So do you do you remember? I mean, and they don't fire these guys. They need killers. They need people who are willing to kill. They may fire them, but they rehire them. But isn't that exactly that is exactly what Colin Kaepernick said? And part of his kneeling was 
yeah, it's like we it's not like we don't know who these people are. These cops are literally getting paid vacation to snuff black lives. That was the reason why he was kneeling. Just so you guys know, he wasn't disrespecting the flag. He was trying to respect human lives. He lost his job and was blackballed as a result. But again, it's just... I do even say this as a veteran, and I say say this to everyone who's listening, and if you're still on the fence about if it's taking a knee is disrespecting the flag, when you're in uniform and someone falls, you take a knee to respect them. You know, it doesn't matter. The flag still flies. It's just a song. Okay, one, I need you to stop, and I need you to rewind the tape. I need you to say that again. (laughs) I'm serious. It's it's just a song. On why veterans take a knee we take a knee because we show it's a show of respect you know to honor the fallen yep and that's what Kaepernick was doing honoring his fallen our fallen okay I'm gonna add to that I'm going to add to that because again this is well known it's also just well ignored so for those of you who are not aware how this whole Colin Kaepernick thing goes down it goes a little something like this you fuck faces. <laughs> Colin Kaepernick did not call for this attention. Again, this is all verified. You can all look this shit up. I just belched. Colin Kaepernick started out his protest sitting down. A reporter saw it and asked, why are you sitting down during the national anthem? And he told him the reason. Black people are being murdered. Cops are getting paid vacation. No punishment. I'm not going to stand for a song that does not represent justice for all, like it says. Nate Boyer. Nate Boyer, first and foremost, hook him. He's a Texas letterman, just like I am. But more importantly than that, he's Army Special Forces. He's a Green Beret who came back to college to get his degree and to play football. Nate Boyer saw what Colin was doing and he said two things. One, first, I was enraged that someone would do that. Then I stopped and I remembered what my job was as a soldier. So he called Colin Kaepernick and said, I don't agree with what you're doing. So talk to me. And so he sat And like I said before, he took in new information and he changed. Now, you guys just heard an army vet say it. And uh, Nate Boyer, I'm sorry, I was thinking you heard a Navy vet say it, but an army vet, a Green Beret, this is what he told Colin Kaepernick. He said, I don't agree. And I will never kneel for the national anthem or the raising of the colors. But I fought for your re- for your freedom to do this. If you want to respect the flag, and that's what Nate Boyer said, and you just heard a Navy vet say the same fucking thing. This is not rehearsed, game. You've got two veterans who said the exact same thing. If you want to get your point across and still show respect, he told him, get your ass off that bench and kneel. That's what a white troop said you just heard a black troop say the exact same thing 
So where where's where where do you think the 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 the, the I don't know the miscommunication is? Well, people hear this is all here. easily. This is not a secret, though. Well, it's it's about conforming and compliance. You're not doing what we told you to do. Okay. You're doing what you want to do or what you think is right. So if you're but not a, conforming, then you're a problem. But a white troop told a black football player to take a knee. They don't care about the troops. They care about okay. the, the okay. image of the troops. <laughs> because if they care, it's okay. So do you, they, I want to say something about the Afghan extraction, right? Well, you're the vet. Your show. Um, I mean, a lot of people served over 20 years over there, and there was a lot of mixed feelings. And um, we had a meeting at work. I worked for the Air Force, and they wanted to know how people felt. And some people were angry. It's like, oh, well, you know, nobody cares about those 13 kids that died over there this week, blah, 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 you know. And um, the, the irony is we've been dying over there for 20 years. 20 years, yep. Yep. 20 years. I personally know people who didn't come back. Yeah. You know, and I was personally on a big giant aircraft carrier that went over there and probably bombed about me and our rackets. Jesus H. Christ. You know, we were part of the shock and awe crew. USS oh. Harry S. Truman. Um, if you remember that media jerk fest. Um, the crazy part is all the shit you've seen, you sleep better at night than I do. That is absolutely fucking crazy. But please continue with shocking all. I want to hear all about this stuff. <laughs> but you know, but they, you know, and they, they played it up. They played it up. Um, and but I, I don't. I, I, I think it's a matter of convenience, not conviction. It's okay to care about the troops when it's something that benefits you or it makes you yeah. feel like that that you're still, you know, you're in control. You know, but do you know the backlash that came from the first secretary? I think uh, Joint Chiefs of Staff was black man for the militaries. There was a lot of black backs. Chief, uh, what is it? Secretary of Defense. There you go. The gentleman that's Secretary of Defense right now. First black man. Oh, uh, uh, after yeah, yeah, Colin yeah, yeah, Powell. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, second black yeah. man. Looking right at him. Look, uh, I can't remember his name. Please continue. Yeah. You know, there was a lot of flack for that. And I, I just, I don't get it. We're, we're, this is our nation. We all are babies. We want all our babies to grow up well and safe and happy. But do we, though? I, I, I wish no ill will to any other, anyone else's children. Well, no, and, but, but, when I, but when you say that, and when you say we, excuse me, I wonder which part of we is this country talking about? Because, again, if we really cared about the we, would we really be mad that a black dude took a knee during a fucking song? Because yeah, at it's... the end of the day, that's all it is, is a fucking song. When 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 we say we, d- does a, two police officers literally get up with guns in front of a bunch of, what, 13-year-old black kids and say, if Tamir just would have complied, he'd still... Do we really care about we... Or do we only care about a selective? Well, the Constitution may read, we the people, but this is a me nation. Uh, I I still don't think, to be honest with you, 
<laughs> yeah. So just so oh, you, but they didn't mean for those of you no guys weeks. who are still listening, you guys know how Uncle Bobby gets out at this point. We've spun way the fuck off, but we're gonna keep doing this. But we're almost at an hour, by the way. This is true. I'm looking at the clock. Uh, look, baby girl taught me how to time this thing, but <laughs> but again. I just don't see us actually caring. And by us, I mean, again, the, the collective. Because again, if we actually cared, I don't think you and I would be having this discussion. We wouldn't be making excuses for murderers. We, we wouldn't sit here and say, well, the reason why, you know, an asshole like Eric Munn and Dylan Roof were apprehended with professionalism because they didn't put up a fight. But a 12-year-old with a plastic fucking gun, two two black people in a car. You you see what I'm saying? It's just hard for me to sit here and hear that we care about the we when we have so... It's like COVID, we're in this together, but (laughs) But are we? have gotten a shot, exactly. Yeah. Oh, God, we suck at this. So let, let, let's let's bring this back in because we we hit about fourteen million other topics, and I'm hoping we have another one. I told thirty thirty that you were doing this because like you you've been hesitant to do a show, so I'm glad. <laughs> but to 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 bring this back to one thirty seven and this Eric Mond dude, we have, and I've said this in other shows. Yeah, one plus one is not a big number. But one plus 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 generations is an enormous fucking number. Mm-hmm. And again, you have a white dude worth millions of dollars. You you cannot snort his money away. You cannot buy enough hookers, a brand new Tesla every six months away. And you nope. still have generational wealth. He literally Yelp reviewed, literally Yelp reviewed three hitmen. Basically said, when you absolutely positively want someone killed overnight, these are your guys. Wow. That's the epitome of capacity. Isn't it? And they coordinated a strike so that he and the three people he hired were arrested at the same time. Not a single one of them. <clears throat> all of them, not black, by the way. All three of them were arrested with the utmost professionalism. Utmost professionalism. That documentary that we watched, 137, two black people were suspected of bullshit. And they are no longer here to tell their story. Backfiring so, I mean, they, why black. Mm. Yeah. And so you 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 give me your last two cents on how you see this. You, how about this? I know this is a stupid question, but out there somewhere someone is asking it, or at least someone is thinking it, about black people overreacting. Because then there that's when someone's gonna pull out, you know, five examples of white guys who were killed by cops. What's your response to that? Because you know that's what we're gonna get. Well, they can pull out examples. But do you want it happening to you? If you don't want it happening to you, don't let it happen to anybody else. Make it personal. Don't make it about a whole group. Uh, 
society of people. Yeah. Um, we're not the criminals that you make us to be. There's far more white collar crime than there is anything else. Yep. Um, and those are like the row black on black crime out there. Uh, Chicago it's, fatherless households. <laughs> but what we don't, it's it's watch what you know, pay attention to what we say, not what we do. Yeah. And there's a lot of things being done behind the scenes, in my hair, humble, non-expert opinion, um, that help promulgate us as the bat, the perpetual bad guy. Oh no! So it's much. okay to kill us. It is. But it keeps we're really safe. Yeah. Where if you're not exploitable, you're expendable. Yeah. Again, it's that's why you, me, we've all said media portrayal is important. And they exploit us with two yeah. thirds of the prison population are people of color. Yeah, it's garbage. It's my brain is completely farted on what I was going to say next. And, uh, I mean, and that that comes from over policing too. It's a dragnet effect. Oh, before I forget, before I forget, just in case some white person hears this and you want to kick back with some mutated ass numbers, first and foremost, please go fuck yourself. Oh, Cute. Okay. Yes, you're right. The raw numbers, there are more white murder victims than there are black murder victims when it comes to police violence. But two, even my dumb ass is completely illiterate when it comes to mathematics can tell you there's a difference between raw numbers and percentages. By percentage, we got you fuckers lapped. It's not even a fucking contest. And fourth and final, why aren't you upset as well? If it's just a matter of a white guy and a black guy there, it's a push. No, we both need to be fucking outraged. And again, I'm going to continue to say my rare Pollyanna stance. I don't believe all cops are bad. I don't. I truly believe that there are good cops out there wanting to do their job and just wanting to go home and watch a football game and have a beer before they go to bed and do this shit all over again. It's the bad cops. And again, I didn't tell you this, but it was last week before the Christmas break. Someone was asking me about that fucking murder. I won't even say her name of Dante Wright. Hmm. And she said, well, she just made a mistake. And I was like, you're absolutely right. She did. But your mistakes are only as severe as their outcomes. Yep. Her mistake meant there's a family that lost a family member before Christmas. I have an argument to that. No, by all means. I wore my uniform for 20 years, right? So she was a cop. She had been a cop for over 27 years. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not going to walk out the door with with my ribbons on the wrong side. Right. Because I know better. Right. So for her to say that I made a mistake, no, she didn't. She didn't. No. But it's also, again, this is probably a whole nother show, but I've held two guns in my entire, two actual guns in my entire life. I haven't pulled a trigger for more than 60 minutes in my entire life combined. So I don't know, but I would assume that one, your pistol and your taser are probably on two different sides. Yep, and that's two, how do it. And probably more importantly, there's a different feel 
to a taser than there is a loaded pistol that can take someone's life. And so when you sit here and you say, well, it was just a mistake, I'll grant you that. And by law, that's why they're not charging her with murder, or she didn't get charged with murder. It was manslaughter. Your mistakes are still only as severe as the outcomes. But she had no reason to pull her gun. Exactly. But it just, just like the idiot who got up there, emptied the clip, ejected the clip, put in another one, cocked the weapon, emptied the clip, ejected the clip, put in a fret. You mean to tell me in all that time your police training never kicked in? You didn't evaluate a situation? So again, your mistakes are only as severe as the outcomes they bring. And so again, a rich white dude who on paper, not a threat. He (laughs) took two lives, paid almost a million dollars to end two heartbeats, turned two bodies cold, arrested with extreme professionalism. Two black people who were riding in a hoopty lost their lives because their hoopty acted like a hoopty. I just think, I don't think, I know for a fact we have to do better. Before we close this one out, emotional support system, you want to say something deep and important? No. (laughs) No. Okay. Well, you I and I, we, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I think the concept of police are good. I, I don't think the practice of it is. Um, that's a great one. And, and, and I hope a cop actually hear what you just said. Because that, to me, is constructive criticism. That's constructive criticism. We do need cops. We do need cops. We need an agency that enforces the law. What we don't need is one person playing judge, jury, and executioner based on built-in prejudice. Like, I don't know, killing two black people for not doing a goddamn thing while arresting white people who have literally just murdered other individuals. Hmm. So We'll waste more yeah. tax money on the rich white guy. Yeah. Yeah, you, we, we, we got another one lined up. But this one needs to end here so this one can be cleanly processed. Because I've made the mistake of doing two-hour shows with Simon. <laughs> and it's still just sitting there in the queue because it's too big of a file. So we're going to do another one. And we're going to hammer out all this injustice bullshit because we're experts. But <laughs> emotional exposure system, you want to say good night? Good night. Good night, everyone else. Uncle Bobby, we'll see you a little bit later. I'm going to call this wonderful uh, individual when this is all said and done with. Good night, everyone. Uncle Bobby says, peace. All right, gang, let's kind of jump into this. Uh, Uncle Bobby is recording from his iPad. Now, uh, a quick heads up, and I hope everyone can hear this. So, to the YouTube fam fam, to the podcasting fam fam, the show must go on. We, we, we know this. And no matter how bad shit gets, Uncle Bobby is always going to fucking deliver. I, this much I can guarantee. But my laptop 
yeah, she she decided she's going to take a little bit of nappy nap. So hopefully I can get it uh, worked on. Thanks to the world's greatest DJ. Uh, he's going to call me again tomorrow so we can FaceTime and try and get this shit worked out a little bit better. Now, I'm probably going to oscillate between, um, what am I trying to say? Uh, the podcast and the YouTube. Because I don't think I can do them both right now at the same time. Again, I'm on my iPad, and it's an older iPad, but I just got to make this shit work. Because again, I like doing this shit. And unlike the violently fucking dishonest Christian apologetics fuckers, I'm not getting paid for this. I just like broadcasting. Again, my, my brain just never turns off, so I say, fuck it. I might as well put this shit on wax. And for those of you who have stuck with me, again, my subscriber count is growing on both the YouTube, the podcast, people are donating. I just want to continue to say thank you. Again, I'm just some drunk fuckface, you know, in his house, just talking shit. And you guys pushed gently. You guys pushed, it's like, dude, you got to get a podcast. You got to get a podcast. You got to get a podcast. And now here my dumbass is with the podcast and a YouTube channel. If you would have told me this would have happened five years ago, I would have told you to go fuck yourself. But here the fuck it is I am. So, again, I just wanted to give a quick shout, a quick thank you, a quick heads up. But we're going to try today on the iPad. I'm going to send a notice out on Twitter. And for those of you who follow uh, either medium, uh, I hope you guys tune in for this. And you've got the Uncle Bobby Stone Cold Lock of a guarantee that he'll be back up and running soon. So just kind of in your head, do the gin and truth, yeah. Do all the music, halftime, third halftime. But for right now, I'm just going to fucking wax, and I hope this stuff comes out okay. Now, gang, Uncle Bobby made an observation over the weekend. <sighs> okay, I told you guys, I don't have a big interest in watching January the 6th coverage. I don't watch January the 6th coverage because why should I? Me and people like me, gang, about the only good thing about what's going on right now is I can pace my house and wax all at the same time. We're back on topic. I'm in my refrigerator right now. It's going to make refilling drinks a hell of a lot easier. Let's sit my black ass down. Hold on. Okay, well, let's get buddy. Let's get buddy. You guys remind me, I was on January the 6th. I was on January the 6th. Okay. I got the Q-tip. I got enough alcohol for at least another couple minutes, and I'll get my black ass back up. Where was I? Oh, yeah, January 6th, back on top of it. I just belched. Hashtag unprofessional. The rules still uh, stay the same, gang. The rules still stay the same. But January the 6th, let's do this. I told you guys, I've got no desire to watch January the 6th coverage because me and people like me, we've been saying the same shit, gang, for the last... At this stage of the game, almost six years, okay? Well, six years 
counting that Donald Trump is a sack of shit. But the last two plus years saying that Donald Trump is 100% uh, responsible for January the fucking 6th, Jack. Now, here's the thing, gang. I don't think they're going to be able to pop Donald Trump because through all of this, you still have to prove intent. You still have to be able to, to, to hang this bullshit on Donald Trump. And I'm going to be honest, gang. I don't think they're going to have the juice. I don't. We, we, we live in a country that not only has watched this man shit on the floor, half this country has said, yo, this fucker has shit on the floor, and the other half of the country says he didn't shit on the floor. He has been impeached twice. We have this man audio <coughs> and video clear as fucking day saying if Ivanka was not my daughter, perhaps I would be dating her. Now, I keep saying that, gang, and every time I say it, there's at least one set of fucking slap nuts who sits there, and you know what they say? Because I say, this man just said he would fuck his daughter. I put that tweet out, I put that video out, gang, you would probably, at this stage, not be surprised on the number of people say, he never said he would fuck his daughter. I'm like, fuck face. Okay, I, again, I don't know what you guys do with the people that you date. I tend to stick my dick in them. What about you guys? I would say hit me up in the comments, but we're kind of fucked up right now. But back on topic. How much shit have we been able to pin on Donald fuckface Trump and he has skated every single accusation? Everything that we can all but prove, he has skated on. Gang, it was right after January the 6th. I still remember their first, middle, and last names. The two people at work, the first thing they said is, Trump did it inside those riots. And I remember the only thing I said was, did we see the same January the 6th? Because if you heard three seconds of any of those fucked up ass speeches, it was obvious. Again, fuckface Rudy Giuliani. Let's have trial by combat. As much as I hate it to say it, fuckface uh, Rob Johnson from Louisiana. Today's the day we take down names and kick some ass. Discount rap fucking Wolverine. Fucking face uh, Ted Cruz. With his slumped ass shoulders, his fucked up ass voice. Again, a man who will not defend his wife and daughters, and we're going to sit here and act shocked and surprised that he's a fucking traitor to this country? <clears throat> Again, he did everything but say, go wreck shop. And he fit it right. Where he's like, we will not. Again, with this yeah, fucked up, I even hate the way he fucking points, gang. He sits there and it's fucked up. You can't see him. He does act like you can. With this fucked up ass point, he's giving this fucked up ass motivational speech, right? He says, today is our 1776, right? What was that last part that he, he said? What was that? Oh, 
in the immortal words of William Wallace, freedom! Every single last one of them, Donald Trump Jr., Eric Trump Jr., Funface Kim Guilford, they all got up there. Get, get the bottom line behind January the 6th was one reason, can you tell I'm getting upset, was one reason and one reason only. Please go fuck yourself. The reason why January the 6th fucking happened is because Donald Trump told people, I lost the election, but that shit was not fair. But the big portion of it was, it was stolen. Donald Trump is the quintessential fucking uh, cult leader. Gang, if you're going to fucking run a cult, if you're going to get otherwise get, we all sit here and talk shit and say it can't happen to you. Yes, it can. It can happen to me. When you sit there and you look at members of the cult, you will find doctors, you will find lawyers, you will find very highly educated individuals. <clears throat> but it is that slow drip of propaganda. That's what gets them. These aren't stupid people, gang. I got to write that down, stupid people. You know what, let's just get into that shit right now. But I got, you guys rem remind me to get to the fucking tweet. So when we talk about stupid people, the reason why we all sit here and act flabbergasted and gobsmacked and all this other bullshit is because when we think about your average everyday Trump supporter, when we think about the people who are supporting this asshole, in our minds, what we've got going, going, what we've got going, gang, is kind of your stereotypical Cletus, your stereotypical Bubba, right? Yeah, uh, yuck, right? When we sit here and say, yo, introduce me to your wife and your sister, and one person stands up. You know, we think about the person wearing fucking overalls with no shirt. You know, one grain of uh, straw. No. Again, I think I told you many seasons ago. Let's get some fucking alcohol. <clears throat> I told you guys, after my dad got out of the military, he became an administrator. He became a vice principal. Now, gang, oh, God, this is going to be gross. Oh, I'm going to hock a loogie. <laughs> Oh, that was fucking disgusting, gang. How do you guys put up with my bullshit? Let's just keep this thing going. Fuck it. Gang, my dad became a vice principal. Now, here, here's the thing. When you ended up in Mr. Reed's office, gang, you were not there because you got caught making out with your girlfriend or your boyfriend. You didn't get sent to Mr. Reed's office because you had tardies or you were writing notes in class. Gang, my dad was that vice principal. If you, quite literally, if you were in Mr. Reed's office, you were going to jail. That's just the bottom line. Gang, my dad became so good at what he did. He had gave seminars kind of on the Reed method on how to clean up high schools, right? Because there were two types of students at my dad's school. Option one, you loved Mr. Reed. Option two, you wanted him to die. There was no in between. 
Period. End of story. My dad ran a very tight ship, kind of like he did his house, right? But he would kind of teach the read method, as I'll call it. He never gave it a name. And I used to love listening to him kind of go over his speech. He didn't know I was listening to it. Yeah, dad, I heard every fucking word. Hold on, gang, I'm putting some shit in the dryer. I hope you guys can still hear me. This is the only upside to doing the show this way. But back on topic. So I would listen to dad rehearse the speech. And gang, the one thing that always stood out when dad gave these talks was this right here. Do you want to know why it is you are not um, cleaning up your schools? I'll tell you why it is you are not cleaning up your school. You can't clean up your schools because you are looking in the basement. You're looking too low. The, The kids that are fucking this school up, you need to start looking in the attic. You think these are the dumbest fuckers on, and you're getting some of the quote unquote dumb ones, the gang bangers that, you know, the unmotivated. Yeah. For every 10 of those, you're missing the 50, the 60, the 70, because you're looking low. Here's the thing. This is what you're missing. That kid that you're laughing at and dismissing because they are failing you know, mathematics 101, you're laughing at that kid, but here's what you are missing. Yeah, you you praise the kid who represented your school in the regional math Olympics. This fucker's got a computer that was designed by NASA. 90% of the buttons, even you as the teacher, you don't even know what they mean. But that kid does. And that to you is the smartest kid in your class. But you would be wrong. That kid that you think is stupid, that you're dismissing, they're unmotivated, they're unreachable. Here's the thing. You want to know why you've got drugs in your school that you can't seem to get rid of? Because it's that kid right there. Not only, because here's the thing. We Americans are so fucking stupid, right? We're, we're, we, 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 We won't even adopt the metric system Go ask that kid with the NASA design calculator about the met- they're like, oh, metric, man. That kid that you think is dumb as fuck, yeah. That kid, they got a shipment last night. They were able to convert pounds to kilos, kilos to pounds. They know how much to charge to get the 37% markup on the fucking nose. Oh, we need to cut that with something else? to make it last 73% fucking longer. Here's the bottom line. They're doing all those calculations in their head because there cannot be a paper trail. You are dismissing this kid as the dumbest fuck you've got when, in fact, they're the most intelligent kid that you've got. Now, Now, the boys are going outside. Okay, back on topic. My dad taught, my dad taught, my dad was a principal in a predominantly minority high school, right? And so it's like, yeah, that kid who's making D's and F's in your basic English class, right? You think that you're two Chicanos 
right, just butchering the English language to blacks that you think are just speaking Ebonics and too stupid to keep up, you laugh at them. Now, those kids that are talking in front of you and what you think is gibberish, hold on, let's get some alcohol. Those two kids that you think are speaking gibberish and you're laughing at them and they are legit talking not 10 feet from your fucking face. You think it's gibberish, but it's not. These kids are so fucking intelligent, they have legitimately came up with their own language. They're having a full-blown conversation right in front of your face. And you know what you don't know? They've been scoping you out for the last month. They know every other Wednesday, you stay late. You don't get to your car until 6.15 on the nose. You're never getting in that fucking car. You're not. They, they've already planned on how they're going to beat your ass because you had the audacity to suspend one of their homeboys or one of their homegirls. You're not going home tonight. And they're talking about it right in front of you. And But that was his point. Your problem is you are looking too low. Okay, let's tie all this shit in. You want to know why we've got, we'll get to January the 6th. You want to know why we've got Trump? You want to know why we've got Boebert? You want to know why we've got Cotton, Cornyn, Cruz? You, just name them. I told, every single time I talk about this fucking topic, it's the same fucking thing, gang. And that is, we should not know these people's name. But we do. Because we overlook the power of their influence. For the one billionth fucking time, gang, for the one billionth time, why do I know Lauren Boebert's name? I am large, I am black, I am bearded, I look menacing, I, all that shit. And I just read, Lauren Boebert took her GED three times. And apparently after the fourth, it's just pretty much a mercy rule. <clears throat> Gang, what if I had her res again? Yo, if you got a GED, you got a GED. I'm not ragging that. Not everyone's brains or bodies work the same way. But on the strength, what would happen if me and Lauren Bobert switched resumes? What if she was a graduate for one of the top Division I schools in the United States. What if I was a three-time attempt E at taking my GED and I failed? What if, gang, what the fuck if I had a, a, a felony rap sheet what if the person I was dating was a sex offender? What would I be qualified to do? At minimum, not what I do right now. Please go fuck yourself. A white lady, an attractive white lady with a GED. You can look it up, gang. It's not a secret. It's not a secret. <laughs> 
Where the fuck was I going? I got a little distracted, gang. Again, it just pisses me off. I just built hashtag unprofessional. I just did it again. Hashtag unprofessional. That's where I was. Alcohol, good job. It's not a secret. You can Google Lauren Bobert mugshot. You get to see it. Apparently, she drove drunk. Fuck some shit up. Autobots transform and roll out. She rolled out after a hit and run. I think left an injured dog and a family member in her car. Why do we know her name? You want to know why we know her name, gang? Because we looked too low. We did not think that this was going to fucking happen. Guess what it did? Here's the thing about assholes, gang. Very rarely do, do you get an asshole who on Monday was fine and on Tuesday turned into an asshole. That's not how it works. They've always been disgusting. Have you guys seen the interviews of former employees of the open mouth breathing troglodyte Marjorie Taylor fuckface green? Apparently she's always been a racist hate-filled sack of shit. Yeah, and I know, I know, I know, I know. She was the only person on the fucking ballot, and I already told y'all what to do. Gang, let's let's step it up. If Donald fuckface Trump was the only person on a fucking ballot, I would write in the dog shit that Bubba just laid in my backyard. I would vote for that. Before I cast a fucking vote for that fuckface. I mean, seriously, please go fuck yourself. The reason why, a good reason why we are where we are, gang, is because we looked too low. I mean, seriously, the, the, the number of people that I know personally, and I blame myself for not dragging them. I mean, straight caveman style, beat them in the head with the club, drag them to the polls. When they wake up, tie their hands to a fucking pencil and just write in Hillary Clinton. I I partially blame myself. How many of us did not do our job when, again, a, a disgraced, failed businessman reality TV show, but more host, but more importantly, gang, No political experience at all whatsoever. We look too low. I mean, fuck me. Donald Trump is not qualified. Just with his parenting fucking lineage, with his what we know about the fact that he cheats on every wife, you would not vote that fucker in for president of a PTA. No, you would not. But we voted this fuckface as president of the United States because we looked too low. We did not think. It's like, no, shut, no, no, sorry, not buying it. Not buying it. No way this fucker's being president. This is our fault, gang. We looked too low. 
Now that's the first part of this diatribe. Okay, let me, let me pull up Twitter. Come on, Twitter. Come on, Twitter. So I guess this is kind of the good part about this. I'm just trying to be positive, King. I really am. Oh, some of you guys have already responded to the tweet that I put out about my issues. Okay. All right. So the second part of this diatribe, gang, is something that hit me a couple nights ago. Follow that person back. What what really hit me, gang, and again, I the first person I heard say this was Matt Dillahunty. Then you rewind the clock, and it turns out it's a Voltaire quote. And that is, if you can get people to believe in the absurd, you can get them to commit the atrocious. Now, the other reason why I think we are in this bullshit that we're in right now is for exactly that. Let's just read the tweet, gang. Only in America can you have live video of January the 6th, first-hand account from the victims, and part of this country says, meh, it didn't happen. But a 2,000-year-old book translated from a copy, translated from dead languages, and we say it's real. Okay, that, that, that to me is the second part of this whirlwind of fucked up dudeness. Again, just rewind the clock and think about where you were on January the 6th. I told you where I was. I was right here. Right here doing a Zoom session. And my mother, who knows that, you know, when if I'm on the job, unless it's a 911, let me do my job. She kept texting. I was like, okay. And the person I was with, professionally, I was like, pump the brakes. This is unusual. Hold on. And she was like, are you watching TV? It's like, mom, I'm on the clock. What's going on? She said, you need to turn on the TV. So I turned on the fucking TV. And the first thing I saw was people breaching a wall. And again, it, it was surreal. It's like, whoa, 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 mom, did you, is this a fucking movie? What's going on here? I got to get my coffee set for tomorrow, gang. So we're just going to do this whole thing together. So if you hear some shit in the background, it's because now Uncle Bobby's in his kitchen moving around, but back on topic. I'm watching an insurrection live on a 64-inch high-definition TV. So there, my point is, there was no mistake on what I was watching. I just belched, hashtag unprofessional. We all saw, we all, we all saw the same thing, gang. We, we all saw people breaching capital walls. We all saw people beating the dog shit out of capital uh, police officers. We all saw that. That's not up for debate, gang. It's not up for fucking debate. We all saw the video of Ashley Babbitt taking a slug to her chest. 
We all saw the same videotape. Now, a quick note on Ashley Babbitt. The fucked up thing besides the insurrection, the fucked up thing about that bullshit is, gang, is this right here. First and foremost, she should have never been there. Period. End of story. Go ahead and say I'm victim blaming, and I'm telling you to go fuck yourself. What? What the fuck? Right? Seriously, you lost the fucking election. I don't care if she was a fucking Air Force veteran. Joining the military doesn't mean you could walk on fucking water. She made not just a mistake, gang. She made a lethal mistake. Now again. <clears throat> The, the guy over at Sports Wars, he said, water's running. He said, what's wrong with the execution of career criminals? So I ask in return, what is wrong with the execution of an insurrectionist? They told her to stand down. She didn't stand down. They said, fire, 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 which means a cop is pulling his fucking gun. Now, I'm not sitting here gloating. But y'all know what time it is. We all saw the same video. She is a martyr. There is a national, no, it's unofficial, of course. There's a national Ashley Babbitt fucking day gang. We all saw people marching on the fucking, I mean, shut the fuck up. Hold on, where's Buddy? Buddy? Buddy probably heard me yelling. Hold on, gang. Can you guys hear me still? Okay, let's find the Q-tip. Let's get the, uh, let's keep the computer and the headsets close together. So I'm not going to try and get all aggro. Oh, there he is. Okay. Gang, I love this fucking dog. You know, if you don't love Buddy, do me a favor. Unsubscribe and go get help. Go get therapy. You are a hate-filled individual. Put back on topic. Where was I? Ashley Babbitt. Let's start with Ashley Babbitt. Again, gang, we all saw the same fucking video, right? Again, she's an unofficial martyr. She's got an unofficial day, right? And I saw people say, say her name. Like we say for, you know, the black murder victims, right? George Floyd, say his name. Well, George Floyd was, you know, he had a, he had a drug habit. Yeah, and Ashley Babbitt fucking was an insurrectionist. You want to trade? Go fuck yourself. We all saw people screaming MAGA 2020. People with flags saying Donald, uh, you know, Donald Trump flags saying Donald Trump won the fucking election. We have people on video. Again, this isn't grainy like Loch Ness monster from 800 meters away type of bullshit. We've got real-time videos of people quoting the then-president of the United States. This one's for Donald Trump. There's no, again, I know, I know, I know. You got to be able to prove it <clears throat> in a court of law. But, gang, if you don't agree with everything I'm saying right now, seriously, unsubscribe from my fucking channel. I do not want your fucking audience. Stop fucking around. Everything on that tape is crystal fucking clear. The exact same people who said, we love the blue, blue lives matter, blah, 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 blah. They beat the dog shit out of cops. 
I think we're up to like three or four games. Their trauma was, and again, clearly not making joke out of this. <clears throat> the trauma from that day was so fucked up. I think three or four of those cops, they took their own lives. Now, the only reason why I bring up what this person looks like, because I saw a clip from Newsmax. And again, easy to dismiss Newsmax, right? But again, you're looking too low. So uh, uh, I keep wanting to say campus. Uh, a capital cop. Yes, she is very good looking. Yes, she is blonde. Yes, she identifies as a woman. And she was the one who sat there and said, I was slipping on the blood of my fellow co-workers. Right? She, she slipped on some blood, and she's got a traumatic brain injury gang. I've got that shit, and I play football. And then Newsmax turned around and was like, oh, I mean, what? she's just a pretty girl. We're not listening to her. Blah, blah, blah. Shut the fuck up. We all have the same game tape. And again, I put this in my video on why it is I'm pessimistic right now. Everything about January the 6th that was, is, live, all the speeches, all the fucking violence. This is something that we should be able to unite over. This is not a partisan issue. We saw Trump supporters, right? And but what's the excuse, right? That was Antifa. You know, uh, several thousand, you know, Democrats with nothing better to do. And gang, I've had two people tell me this to my face. I had to walk away. <clears throat> I treated them the same way, and yes, this has happened at work. The exact same way when people tell me dinosaurs didn't exist. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go stand over there. Yeah, don't, don't talk to me. I have people sitting here and tell me, oh, let's get some drinks. I have people tell me that George Soros hired a bunch of Democrats to put on MAGA gear and storm the Capitol. Again, we're looking too low. It's kind of like racism and rape. Like I always say, everyone knows a rape survivor. Nobody knows a rapist. People know, and with some of the comments, I can't say everybody. People know people that have, you know, survived, you know, racial attacks, verbal and physical. Nobody knows a racist. I hope I said that right. Same thing here. We want to sit here and think this is the Tucker Carlson's. I just built hashtag unprofessional. We want to sit here and think that these are the exact same, you know, what was it? The George Soros paid off Democrats. Again, they, they were wearing Trump gear. Go fuck yourselves. And everyone thinks it's the people on Newsmax and or, or OAN. You know people who believe this bullshit. Okay? Just last week, I had someone at work 
wear a Let's Go Brandon t-shirt. It's like, I cannot believe. It's not a Cletus. It's, it's not. It's not someone who married her second cousin. This person is rich, successful, educated, wearing a Let's Go Brandon shirt. I've seen her watching Newsmax and all this other shit while she's on the bike. They walk amongst us. She saw the exact same coverage I did. And still chooses to buy on the bullshit. We all saw the same coverage. And almost half this country was like, eh, that didn't happen. They're wearing Trump shirts. They're saying Trump quotes. They're saying, I voted for Trump. They're saying, we're taking our country back, just like Trump said. You guys know the drill. But the third part of this fucked up ass trifecta gang is this right here. Not only do I live in a country that sits there and says that, again, half this country says what we saw on January the 6th did not happen. That is the political and social equivalent of someone who says the earth is flat and the Holocaust did not happen. And you know what? They have voters registration cards, gang. Again, you can make excuses or you can make results. Those fuckers made results and they're going to make results again. Because I think Donald Trump is going to be the next president of the United States. But the third part of this fucking trifecta of fucked up in this gang is we have firsthand accounts from people that lived through it. We have live high definition video. We all saw the same thing. And half this country came to a different conclusion. The actions, the speeches, everything. But the fucked up thing is the exact same number of people who sit there and say that what happened on my 64 inches of high definition screen didn't happen are the exact same people who say the Bible is real. Oh, yeah, gang, I'm that goddamn talented. I can tie my disdain for religion into anything. Gang, despite all the excuses you'll hear, the answer is yes. Yes, the Bible is actually a translation of a copy of a copy of a translation. Then after they copied that translation, they translated it again. Now then, they took it from a dead language, and from the dead language that was revived, it died again, and they translated it again from another dead language. Now, after the Bible was actually compiled, they edited the dog shit out. They omitted books, they re-added books. They put the transcripts before kings, and what they liked, they kept. What they did, it they omitted. Gang, shut the fuck up. I've heard it called the rumor game, the telephone game. We did it too. 
I remember ours, Miss Gathright's 10th grade drama class. I will never forget it. We started a rumor, and I still remember the rumor, gang. <clears throat> the rumor was Vanilla Ice, yes, fuck faces, I'm that old, that Vanilla Ice was going to perform Ice Ice Baby at that afternoon's pep rally for the football game. Now, gang, we started that rumor at, let's say, 9 o'clock. By the time 1 o'clock, quite literally, because last bell where I went to school was 2.17. I still remember it. By the time we got past lunch, the rumor went from Vanilla Ice is going to perform Ice Ice Baby at the uh, pep rally. By the time it got to after lunch, that thing had mutated to... Vanilla Ice is a left-handed, undercover fucking Nazi. He's got one fucking testicle, and he has sex with women no less than 89 years old. He doesn't like mustard. He wears shoes six sizes too small, and he has red hair. That rumor had mutated so much. And I remember, we laughed. Because it was mutated so much that by the time we heard it again, we didn't recognize it. Gang, the Bible started out as oral tradition. The story I told you guys was from like 1988, 1989. Back in biblical days, holy shit, when people actually when lots of people actually believed that demons would fucking invade your body or the bodies of pigs or what? Holy shit. The Bible started out as oral fucking tradition, gang. Then it was written down. Then it was translated. Then it was edited. Books were omitted. Books were added. People added shit to scriptures for political gain, for about, you guys know the fucking story. But to bring this all together, we have just as many people in this fucking country who will sit there and fucking tell you that the Bible is real. We need to be a fucking theocracy. That's scary, gang. A good number of people in this country will sit there and fix their mouth and tell you that a virgin got pregnant and gave birth to a baby with magic powers. And you guys wonder why it is I'm always going back to fucking religion as a root of this fucking problem. The exact same people who will sit there and read a 2000, you know what, go fuck yourself. Let's get... You know what? I don't have to get the actual Bible. I'm going to save my black ass right here. So I'm talking to you guys on my iPad. Let's get Bible Hub. Bible Hub. Bible Hub? Okay. So Uncle Bobby's pulling up BibleHub.com. So I'm just going to put King James. 
I'm just going to do some random shit. Okay, if you guys have ever been on Bible Hub, I highly recommend it. <clears throat> so I'm just going to say, I'm just going to keep pressing. But okay, I'm in Genesis 3. Uh, boom, okay. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, has God said, Ye shall not eat of the tree of the garden. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat fruit of the trees of the garden, but the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God said, Ye shall not eat it. Okay, I seriously just sat there and scrolled through, hit the first one. Lucky for us, it's one of the more popular ones. <clears throat> Gang, a good portion of this country, if I read that with no sarcasm in my voice, you know what they would say? Big guy, you nailed it. Yeah, that, that's the truth. Big guy, do you want to know why it is? The world is the way it is. We're in a fallen state. And by fallen state, I mean he failed the test in the Garden of Eden. But the great thing is God sent a sacrifice. Now, after thousands and thousands and thousands of years, after grain sacrifices, after blood sacrifices, I'm sorry, grain offerings, burnt offerings, because, you know, the Bible actually does say that God likes the smell of burning flesh, like barbecue. He does. After all that, God sent Jesus down to die for our sins. Aren't we lucky? I wouldn't sacrifice my son. Now, gang, if you don't know me as the snarky atheist, and I said what I said, how I said it, if I said it to all the fucks on January the 6th, because you can actually find, gang, you can actually find photos, videos of people praying before they committed a federal crime. If I said exactly that to those people, they would say, bam, you're on our side. Gang, fuck me. Are you motivated to go vote? I just built hashtag a professional. I also understand that some of my followers are not in America. But you're on Twitter. Yeah, social media. You may not think it means much, but it does, gang. People get their news from social media and podcasts and YouTube channels the exact same way, probably and at a higher rate, than, than people get their news from actual news sources, be it CNN, MSNBC, it doesn't matter. If you're out of this country... Are you still going to tweet? Are you going to still post on Facebook? Yeah, it matters. 
My point in this whole fucking hour-long rant, gang, is this right here. Let's read Uncle Bobby's tweet one more time. Because, yeah, I'm going to give myself a little bit of credit. I fucking nailed it. I'm going to follow this fucker first. Only in America can you have live video of January the 6th, first-hand accounts of the victims. And part of this country says, meh, it didn't happen. But a 2,000-year-old book translated from a copy from a dead language, and we say, oh, that's real. That's where we are, gang. The reason why we know the name of Trump, Bobert, Gates, Jim Jordan, is because, like my dad said, we look too low. I promise you, a good portion of this country said, there's no fucking way Donald Trump is going to make it. I mean, fuck me again. We've got video of this guy talking to religious institutions. Gang, I'm more of a Christian than Donald Trump, and I'm an atheist. You guys remember when he sat there giving a, a speech to Liberty University, the University of Jerry Falwell Fuckface Jr.? No, well, Donald Trump, I mean, uh, what, what's, what's your favorite verse in the Bible? He, he, he wouldn't name it. He got up there, and, and you can tell, this was force-fed to him, because he's never read the Bible. Okay, I'm an atheist, and I've read it three times, and I still do regular study, because I enjoy it. Nothing else, it just makes you a better warrior for non-belief. Please go fuck yourselves back on topic. You can tell they force-fed Donald Trump a Bible verse. Because you guys remember what he said? Again, he's always in salesman mode. Everything is hyperbolic. Everything is the best ever. Everything is the most tremendous, the greatest. In this case, he quoted 2 Corinthians. You guys remember what he called it? 2 Corinthians. I mean, two Corinthians. I mean, that's the whole ball game. That's the whole ball game right there. I mean, you got two Corinthians. You got two. Shut the fuck up. That guy doesn't believe in God. Shut the fuck up. But he sold it. People wanted to believe it. We all have the same video. We still have, we all have the same facts. We've got two different interpretations. Half this country saw January the 6th coverage and said, yeah, that shit didn't happen. And that exact same group of people sat there and they said, the Bible's real. They've got no questions about it. Okay, you know what this is like before I close this shit out, right? So if I walked in on my significant other, fucking someone not named Robert Reed, right? <clears throat> and I walk in, and I see someone pumping my girl, right? And she's sitting there, and she's screaming, You're stay, John. You're so not Robert Reed. Holy shit. I'm going to sit here. I'm just going to continue to say John. 
Hey, John, you want to know why it is I'm saying John? I'm saying John because you're currently not Robert Reed. Now, Robert Reed is black. You, John, you're fucking Mexican. Uh, there's no way I can fucking uh, make the mistake that you are Robert Reed. Your name is John, and you're fucking me with the dick that isn't black because my boyfriend, he's actually fucking black. Please keep fucking me with a dick not attached to Robert Reed. Now, when I walk in, I say, yo, I'm pretty sure you just cheated on me. And when she says, <clears throat> no, I did it. I'm not going to argue her, gang. I'm not going to have this fucking debate. I'm going to say, you know what? I'll tell you what. Here's, how about this? In exchange, you give me my house key back. And I'm going to give you all the fucks I used to give about this relationship. I know what I saw. And I'm not going to back down. Please go fuck yourself. Same thing here, gang, as we close this shit out. And I get to see if this shit recorded. Again, thanks for putting up with gang. I'm, I'm going to be out, back up and running. We're going to do old school, gang. We're going to do old school. But I'm going to be back up and running. But until I do, we're just going to fucking renegade style this shit. But let's close this out. The exact same way I'm not going to debate my girl when I see her fucking someone else and we're in a monogamous relationship. I will debate her on that as soon as I debate someone on what we all saw on January the 6th. This is not a debate. But half this country saw the exact same tape. Trump t-shirts, the Proud Boys, all you guys know the story. Doing the same shit they did for the entirety of his four years of his fucked up ass reign. And they said, nah, that's not what you saw. But we also have the exact same fuck faces who will sit here and tell you, that we're in the end times, and you're like, well, why do you say that? Revelation said so. Shut the fuck up. But again, like my dad said, we are in the space that we are in now because we looked too low. We thought the bad guys and the bad girls, that they would look differently, they would act differently. But that's not the fucking case, is it? Gang. Gang, I, I, I'm not being hyperbolic when I tell you. This country will not survive another four years of Donald J. Trump. If that fucker is elected again, this country will change to a point to where we will not recognize it. I also have to wonder, is this who we really are? I just built hashtag unprofessional. Maybe Donald Trump just exposed us for who we actually are. Maybe this, you know, happy joy, joy bullshit was just a dream. Maybe the civil rights movement was just a dream. We're stripping women away of their autonomy. Maybe the women's rights movement was just a dream. Gay rights to be married, to adopt, to serve in the military, play football, bat, all that. Maybe it's all just a dream. 
Because again, at the end of the day, the foundation of this country is, this is stolen land. This belongs to the actual fucking natives. And actually, again, the exact same people who will sit here and tell you that Donald Trump won the election, the exact same people who sit here and tell you that the Bible is good to go, they are actually the exact same people who will tell you that the Europeans came over with Christianity to tame the savages that were the natives that were already here. I mean, our foundation is quite literally sitting on rape, murder, theft, and lies. Maybe this is who we really are. I don't want to sound like I'm giving up because I'm not. I'm going to keep fighting. I'm going to vote. And if I have to physically drag people to the fucking voting booth this time, that is exactly what I'm going to do. And I hope you guys do the fucking same. Stop looking in the basement for your enemy. Sometimes, yeah, now it's like fucking Anakin Skywalker up in this bitch. If you are not with me, then you are my enemy. And gang, I think maybe we need to start fighting fire with water. One side's willing to fight dirty as shit. We need to fight dirty to the point where we start cleaning up the fucking dirt. We need you, gang. Whether you're in this country or whether you are not, we will not survive. Another four years of Donald Trump. Another two years of Lauren Boebert. Jim Jordan. We got to start cleaning the house. And I hope I can count on every single last one of you. Because if I reach five, but you can convince 10 people to go to the voting booth and do the right thing, this is worth it. Okay? The big guy's held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Gin and truth. Let's go.